Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome everyone to episode 132 of the Retire with Confidence podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. Today we're talking about IRS and potential tax increases next year. Yeah, there's been a fair amount of news about the IRS recently with potential tax increases, changes, contribution limits, all kinds of stuff. Yes. So you want to talk about the things that are official first? Yeah, that's Let's probably that. the other stuff is still speculation. <laughs> that's right. right. We're still speculating on that. So what do we have updating for next year? So the IRS has uh, increased the contribution limit on 401ks, 403bs, 457s. They gave you an extra $1,000 that you can contribute if you're under 50. So 19.5 goes to 20,500. They did not change the catch-up contribution uh, amount. So if you're over 50, you're eligible for additional catch-up, which is 6,500. So we had the 6,500 to the 20,500, and now you can do as much as 27,000 if you're 27. over 50. Over 50, 27 into a Roth 401k. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. So IRA limits? Sadly, those did not change. They kept those at uh, 6,000 again, or 1,000 catch up if you're over 50 for a $7,000 into IRAs or Roth IRAs. So it's six or seven. Yep. Okay. But those remain the same. But if I'm under the IRA, if I'm under the uh, Roth limits, which is like, 195-ish. Right. I can do next year 27, if I'm over 50, over, 27 yeah. into a Roth 401k yeah, and 7 into a Roth IRA. Right. And maybe for my spouse as well. If you could do that same for a spouse, <laughs> yeah, you're starting to pile up a good chunk of and money. And if I'm over the Roth IRA limits, mm -hmm. backdoor, still on the table, right? Yeah. And we, we thought that was, uh, that's one of the things I guess we're speculating on, right? But it seemed that that was potentially going away, but it no longer seems to be the case. It might be hard if you, if you make like 195 to put 27 and 27 and 7 and 7 yeah. into, into a Roth, 401 and Roth. But like if, if you make more, you know, you do have that opportunity. Right. right? I mean, if you can afford it, you know. Mm -hmm. What about, uh, do the same thing about like a SEP or Solo K? Um, I don't, def uh, define contribution dollar limits. Um, you know, those went up a little bit. So for those, you know, in the 401s that can, you know, with the company contribution and everything, that went That's up it. to 61,000. That's it. That's the number, 61. Yeah, wow. So 58 to 61 on a SEP or a Solo K yeah. if, if you have the earnings for, to, to Right. To justify it, right? Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah. Love it. Nice bump on that one. Absolutely love it. And if you're a small business that's that's got a, uh, a pension plan set up, like a cash balance defined benefit plan, that limit for earnings calculations went from 230000 to two forty five. So it seems like they're basically keeping everything consistent with inflation, which is about a 5% run rate right so everything's kind of going up by five percent which was a little bit surprising why the iras didn't yeah. go up because of the inflation numbers why they were speculating that would also go up but it didn't that's the only thing that didn't change yeah so that's frustrating yep um okay well that's i, I look at that as good news you know back in the day remember the uh 
when I started in the business, 401k limits were like 12,500. Mm -hmm. So to have them up there at 20,500 and 27,000 is, yeah. is terrific. Definitely. Definitely. So what about the stuff that we were worried about that now apparently is out? I think we can, th we can thank some certain senators for holding out, <laughs> you know. Yeah, fighting the fight. If, if you're sitting on our side of the table and you're, and you want to, you know, talk about taxes for individuals yeah. and talk about um, backdoor Roths and all this fun stuff, required minimum distributions and estate taxes. Mm -hmm. If you're sitting on our side of the table, right, you're really happy with this news that just came out, which is that tax rates, right, right now, the, the maximum tax rate is 37%. Mm -hmm. And it looked like they were in, going to increase it to 39.6 mm -hmm. for the top rate. And now that's out. So their, their speculation here is that it'll stay at, six, at 37. Right. Um, there's also a 5% a surtax, which would apply to anyone with income over 10 million. So how many people would that really affect? Not mm -hmm. many. But that's still in. Yeah. So like those guys are going to get hammered. <laughs> um, they appear to have been the target through a lot of this, right? Yeah. The higher income earners. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't we don't have any clients who have income annual income over ten million. I don't I don't think so. Right. Yeah, We're looking for them. Yeah. We're looking for them. Yeah. Send us those referrals, right? Yes. <laughs> we have ideas. Uh, the capital gains. The proposal was to change it from uh, from twenty to twenty five, if you had over four hundred thousand in income, and that's been dropped out. Yeah, which is good news because a lot of people, you know, would. You know, that could be a big a big sting if you're uh, selling some winning investments over over the last few years. Definitely, we'll talk more about capital gains in a minute. Actually, that'll be next week when we talk about capital gains mm -hmm. in in more detail. But you know, this this is like uh, it was proposed for single earners over four hundred or joint earners over four fifty. Okay, mm -hmm. and it's a lot of money. Okay. It's a lot of income, mm -hmm. but more and more people are in that range. Okay, it's it. We see more and more people yeah. in that range, and it's not. I mean, I guess maybe it's the top one or two percent, mm -hmm. but we're they, they all find themselves calling us. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not an unreachable number, right? right. When you have two individuals typically who have have good, well, you know, good paying jobs, you can approach that four hundred and fifty thousand dollar. Uh, threshold. You can. You know, yep. we see it. We see it from time to time. Now, estate taxes. Now, <clears throat> this right now is like 11.7 million per person. So mm -hmm. it's really high. Yeah. Okay. So if if I have an estate of like 23 million, mm -hmm. now I have to worry. Right. Because you have 11.7 for both spouses. Right. Okay. So, you know. This is out. They were gonna they were gonna lower it from eleven point seven to six, which means that if your estate is twelve million, mm -hmm. then you have a problem, and that's a big difference. You know, twelve million to twenty twenty three million. It's a oh, huge yeah. difference, mm -hmm. and it seems to me like this would be one that they would have kept in, but it's out. So mm -hmm. we're back to the eleven point seven. So a lot less people will have to worry about, you know, estate taxes. <clears throat> Right. Okay. Um, now, 
the SALT, the state and local tax deduction. Uh, apparently, this is out for now, um, but you know they, we have this $10,000 cap for mm -hmm. property taxes and state income taxes, which you mm -hmm. take the deduction for on federal. So it looks like that's going to be um, still just 10000 mm -hmm. but it, it's, it says for now. So maybe that could come back in. Mm -hmm. But look, I've been kind of banging this drum for a while. You know, the property taxes are a huge problem. I mean, how long have you lived in your house? Eighteen years. So you're fine. You, you don't yeah. get it. Yeah. You're not feeling the pain. <laughs> it, yeah, I feel fortunate with where I'm at. Yeah. You, you, you basically, you can't move. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe you can add on. Right. There you go. Have you thought about it? <laughs> you're like, hey, well, I got kids that are about to be moving out. Right. right. I know. I'm in that funny spot. But uh, we bought property right on the lake. Mm-hmm. And we're moving. I mean, I feel like I'm just like getting crushed. Yeah. Like a club with spikes on it. Right. But so the point is, for those who don't know, right, when you're in a property for so long, they can only raise your taxes so much each year. So if you're in a property for a long time, you typically don't keep up with you know the going rate. Right. Yeah. And when you when you move into a new place, they like destroy you. It resets, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm gonna I'm like already taking off time to go fight. <laughs> you know, I'm like I just know that I'm gonna have yeah. to go. So anyway, uh, here's another here's another thing that was really hurtful for me, which was Roth IRA conversions. Mm -hmm. They were gonna say that if you make over that four hundred thousand dollar, that you uh, couldn't convert anymore. Right. Okay. But that's out. So that's good. That is good. Yeah. Yeah. As you've mentioned before, you Mr. Roth, right? That's right. You like to find any opportunity you can to get money in Roth. So exactly having that option available still is great. Looks like the corporate tax rate will be included, but it'll be different. Um, instead of raising the rate, they'll have a minimum tax. So hmm. and we'll see how that works. Mm -hmm. They were here, here's another interesting one. They were gonna say if you have like over ten million in. IRAs, Roth oh, IRAs, yeah. 401s, mm -hmm. that they are going to force money out of the IRA each year. Right. But that's out. That was an interesting one because I've never seen that even talked about anywhere. Mm -hmm. I think the, who, what's the PayPal guy uh, who had uh, five billion? Peter. Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel, yeah. He had five billion in his Roth. <laughs> billion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he put his founder stock yeah. in his Roth back in like 1998. Yeah, and then he yeah, made some some really smart uh, investment decisions after that. So so th that made the news. Yeah, and then and that's when they mad. started yeah. gaining. Then traction. everyone got mad. Yeah, and they're like, "That's it, 10 million. <laughs> and like, you know, 10 million is a lot mm -hmm. for qualified money. So I, I get where they're coming from, but that's out. So I'm not gonna have to worry about that. Um, you know, the other thing, and I don't know that it ever even made it in there other than just being a rumor, but there was that rumor for a while that they were going to find a way to tax unrealized yeah. gains. And right. I, that's the one that I thought, man, that's going to be hard. That was the last one here. Oh, they so, did? okay. billionaires tax on unrealized gains. That's yeah. out. So any, I don't know how they would do that. Anyway. It says, an idea floated in the Senate to levy an annual tax on unrealized gains for individuals with $1 billion or more in assets. Mm -hmm. But... It did not attract enough support, so it's been scrapped. Okay. So basically, capital gains. Here's what affects everyone: income tax rates, capital gains. Mm -hmm. Okay. Unchanged. Yeah. Okay. So that's what we're reading as of now. Yeah. Now, of course, 
disclosure, you know, any of this can change, right? This is not a tax advice. This mm -hmm. is not general. This is not advice for you, but it's uh, just conversation. And income tax, capital gains unaffected. Uh, we have conversions, backdoor Roths, all yeah. still allowed. Still on the table. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> you know, it looks like the real, the only real issue here is if you're super duper rich, extra taxes, and then corporate tax. So that makes me wonder how they're going to pay for this stuff. Like, is that going to generate enough right. revenue? And I don't know. I, I give up on that. But it, it just seems like there's not enough meat yeah. there. But what is official are the 401 increases. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. So we need to make sure we're remembering that when it comes time to, to bump up the contribution and make sure we're hitting those. Yeah. And a little tease for next week. Capital gains. Big ideas for next week's oh. episode. You don't want to miss get, it. You've got a lot of capital gains in 21, particularly in the past six months, you'll want to tune in for that. Episode 133 on capital gains. <laughs> and if you have questions about, let's say, are you eligible for a conversion, a backdoor Roth? Does it make sense for you? Let us know. Uh, ask us and we can let you know. And we'll be your second opinion. You yeah. can schedule some time with us at peakwm.com. And don't forget to smash the like button and follow button. Our subscription Smash button, it. yeah. Yeah, we need the stats, right? <laughs> um, if, and, and if you're listening on in your car or something, hey, check out the YouTube edition, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's way better. It's, <laughs> it is, it is. Completely different experience. Yeah, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's an, it's a visual <laughs> podcast is what it, it is. is. Okay, I think that's it. So, see ya. You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast, sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.